0: Almost Famous with John Shea Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston and New England On 95.9 WATD Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Suns Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out, find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 95.9 WATD.com. Give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. You can find that by searching Almost Famous W A T D on your favorite podcast app or at almost com. So tonight we welcome back. An old friend who hasn't been here in a number of years, and that's Lexi James. How you doing?
1: Hello, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. Welcome back. Thank you so much. It's so good to be back. The last time you were here was, we were just talking about this, back in May of 2020, and that was through Zoom because there's a, a little pandemic affecting the world at that time.
1: Tiny, tiny little pandemic that kind of threw a wrench into everybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so over the last two years, what's been new in your life?
1: Oh, my goodness. I have actually gone back to school. So Good for you! Yeah, yeah. So I'm in uh, I'm in college for forensic psychology. Cool. So Splitting my time between school and always continuing to do music because it's definitely my love language for sure. So
0: if school makes you suicidal, you've got the right major for exactly, that.
1: Exactly, exactly. And then I can <laughs> write a song about it too. Exactly. So I got all the all I have all the bases covered. Bases covered.
0: <laughs> Share with us your website, the socials, anything yeah. like that.
1: So my website is lexijamesmusic.com. My Instagram is at OMG, it's Lexi James. Uh, that's a little inside joke because my brother always sees me and goes, oh my God, it's Lexi James. So I figured I'd make that my Instagram handle. Yeah, you can check out my website, get to all my my social media from there, find out about any new shows and new music and get all the inside scoop.
0: Speaking of music, what's out there? You've got some new stuff I hear.
1: I do. So uh, we are actually in the process. My drummer, who is my producer, his name is Mark Robillard. Give him a little shout out because he wasn't here today. but. Uh, he is my producer and he is making a studio in his new house so we will be recording even more new music soon which is very very exciting but uh, yeah you can find me on Spotify all of my music is on there you can check out all my cool stuff
0: speaking of Mark they're very quiet tonight, but we've got a, a quite a big band here in studio who we do we do, have?
1: we do we have we have Chris on bass we have Corey on guitar and then we have Bob on keyboards so we have the entire band minus Mark Robola
0: love it <laughs> What are we starting off the night with? Let's hear some music.
1: So we are going to start off with, uh, since I am a country artist, we're going to kick it off with a classic. And because Dolly Parton was just uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. because and she's, she's a badass. A, she, I was just going to say, she's an absolute badass. So uh, we're going to start off with her and we're going to kick it off with some Jolene.
0: Let's hear it. We have Lexi James in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. Lexi James and the band live in studio tonight, 95.9 W.A.T.D. Sounding great. Nice job on that. Thank you so much. So you mentioned that that song has a meaning in your life. Talk about why that song is important to you, other than Dolly Parton being a badass.
1: Well, that's kind of the biggest thing for me is that Dolly Parton is, she's a badass. And she, I mean, I think I, I don't know if this is true. But I read somewhere that she wrote Jolene, and I will always love you in the same day.
0: I think I heard that too. And
1: if that is true, that's just ridiculous. So she's just such an inspiration. I mean, she also has an organization where she sends kids from low-income families books. And it's just like she's she's a great person. She gives back. She's supportive. I just think she's amazing.
0: And well-deserved in the Hall of Fame, even Absolutely. though she didn't want it. <laughs> she tried
1: to deny it. I was like, can you imagine being Dolly Parton and being like, I don't deserve this?
0: If anybody can like, do that, it is Dolly Parton. It is.
1: I was like, you deserve the world, Dolly. You deserve the
0: world. <laughs> Talk about your earliest music memories. When did music become part of your life?
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've always loved music. I was that really annoying kid who would make my whole family like sit and watch me put on fake concerts. And did they? they? They did. They didn't... <laughs> I mean my mom of course was you? like this is amazing but my siblings were like this is the worst <laughs> you know but um it became really really important to me when I was probably about 10 or 11 and I I developed a stutter and it was kind of my escape for a long time and I didn't have to worry about stuttering when I sang then it also kind of forced me to face that fear head on because I have to talk on stage and do radio interviews and I can't not talk for the rest of my life. So uh, it's been an escape, but it's also really saved me and helped me to face a lot of my fears and become a stronger person.
0: When did you realize the music was going to be your career?
1: You know what? It wasn't even me. I just love to do it I never thought of it as a career until my stepdad came into the picture Chris who's my bass player and he looked at me and my mom one day and he said you know she can really sing and if she wants to do this then I'll help her and he's been by my side ever since and I wouldn't be where I am with my music without him so I owe a lot of it to him
0: once Chris convinced you to go on stage and share your music in front of people what changed about your confidence level
1: I was just talking about this with my mom the other day. We were kind of laughing about how when I first started to sing, when I first started to get up on stage, I wouldn't talk. I was so afraid of stuttering that I'd sing and then Chris would would talk to the crowd. And it took me a couple of years to actually start being like, "I I can't sing and not talk to a crowd. I can't do that. It was terrifying at first, but almost immediately it made me feel more confident in myself because it was like, okay, I can do this and i've had people laugh at me on stage for stuttering before but it doesn't change me that's an issue with them and it's not about me and it just makes me realize that somebody laughing at me or having something bad to say about me or my stuttering or whatever it is it's such a small thing and it doesn't really impact my life so it's helped me to become more confident in basically every way in
0: my life if you don't mind me asking how did you overcome the stutter? because you sound amazing right now
1: thank you thank you i still do stutter from time to time So there's different types of stutters. There are stutters that are like motor speech problems. They're actual physical um, issues. But mine's a result of anxiety. I had a lot of anxiety growing up. And as I've overcome a lot of that, the stutters kind of diminished as I've gotten older. So um, I stutter from time to time occasionally if I have too much caffeine or... If I'm really, really tired or if I feel a little bit more anxious, I might stutter here and there. But for the most part, most people don't even know anymore.
0: Is that kind of like, you know, with me, I've been to a lot of like radio internships and done a lot of radio work and the Boston accent was basically like beaten out of me very <laughs> early on. But if I get like really emotional or really excited, it tends to come out. Is that the it, same with a stutter?
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep.
0: 100%. That is Lexi James and we've got the band in studio. She's not alone. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next?
1: Let's see. Up next, we are going to do a song that really means a lot to me because it's the first song that I released that I wrote entirely by myself. I have a nephew. I have a couple of nieces. I remember one day I was hanging out with my nephew and I just looked at him and I thought, I love you so much. I can't even imagine how much I'm going to love my own kids someday. And that thought process morphed into... A melody and i sat down with my guitar and this song really wrote itself um, it's a song from the perspective of a father or a parent getting ready to walk their daughter down the aisle on their wedding day and and them looking back on on their life and raising her and all these moments that they thought i can't imagine loving you more so yeah this is just a song it's a it's a it's a nice little sweet parent to child song
0: let's hear it we have lexi james and the band live in studio tonight Ninety five nine WATD, the tiny stage is yours.
2: Ready? One, two, one, two, three,
3: four. I've been thinking a lot since you told me that it got down on. One Like pictures in my mind. With all these years gone by, guess you have. something When I tucked you in and night, I'd, I'd always think I love who you are And who you're gonna be Maybe you'll play guitar Or go to school to teach No matter what's in your heart No matter the love
0: Lexi James and the band live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thank you so much. So did you basically just write your own wedding song?
1: <laughs> you know what? I wrote it and I usually hate, I don't hate what I write, but I usually write it and I'm like, eh, this, is, this is okay. This is all right. And then I'll play it for my mom or my stepdad and they'll tell me like, no, this is really good. No, this is okay. They're, they're really honest with me. And um, I wrote this one and I was immediately really proud of it. I don't really know where it came from. I feel like sometimes songs write themselves it's not really about me writing them it's just that they need to be written and i've always thought it was a really great wedding song and I, I i always imagined like somebody like Tim McGraw or Keith Urban picking that one up and it being like a really big hit song for fathers to dance with their daughters yeah. to at their wedding it's it's what it's what it's what i've pictured since i wrote it well so i know
0: Lori McKenna funny. listens to the show so maybe she can put you in touch
1: oh my god i
0: would die <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> lori mckenna you're incredible
0: something i'm curious to know the Lexi on stage versus the Lexi off stage. Talk about the dynamics between the two.
1: I think there are a lot of similarities, but I definitely overall feel like a more confident person on stage. I feel, I guess, sassier on stage. It's a definite like power dynamic. You know, It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel confident that you can interact with a crowd and when they're when they're cheering and having a great time, like the other night I played at PKL in, in South Boston and they were screaming for an encore and it's just moments like that that really make you feel like you're a superhero on stage
0: and it's just really cool. Do you have a favorite stage moment?
1: Oh my gosh. I just played a really, really cool show last month. I got to open for Jordan Davis at Full Strum at Smutty Nose Brewery in New Hampshire and that was... I mean, from start to finish, that show was incredible just the stage, the whole setup, the crowd. I mean, I don't have one specific moment from that show, just the whole thing. I mean, we, we only played like a half an hour or 45 minute set, but it was just electrifying from start to finish. And it was probably my favorite, my favorite time ever being on stage. So
0: far. So cool. That's yeah. Lexi James, the guest tonight on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. We are up against our first break. We have a lot more to chat about right here on 95.9 WATD. It's Almost Famous. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass, I'm John Shea, and I'm in the studio tonight with Lexi James. How you doing? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm great, too. You sound great tonight. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Give yourself another introduction.
1: My name is Lexi James. I am a country pop singer-songwriter. I'm from York, Maine, but I play all over New England. You can find me at LexiJamesMusic.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. I'm always adding new shows. I'll have new music coming out next year. So be sure to give me a follow and just see what I got going on.
0: Let's just keep rolling with the music. What do you want to play next?
1: So this next song is um, a song that I wrote with a friend of mine in Nashville. Her name Melissa Sheridan. And uh, this was one of the, I think this was the second song we wrote together and we wrote it over Zoom a few years ago. I just came to her and I said, I was going through this thing with this guy I was dating at the time. And... He was very, um, he liked to play with my emotions, and it was very back and forth, and he came around when it was convenient, and I was just feeling very down about the whole thing, and she said, well, let's write a song about it, so we wrote a song about that person who likes to mess up your life and come around when it's convenient for them. (laughs) This one's called Boomerang.
0: Let's hear it. Lexi James, 95.9 WATD, live on the Tiny Stage. Ready? One, two, one. Lexi James with the band, sounding great tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WADD. Thank you. So talk about that song a little bit more if you would. You said that was a co-write with a friend of yours.
1: Yes. So um, I actually met her through Nashville Songwriters Association. I've done a few songwriting seminars with them and they connect a lot of songwriters and they do all kinds of events and they're really great. So I met her through that website and we just got in touch and we started writing together, and I've written a few songs with her. Cabin Fever, Throwback Country, that one I just played you can find on Spotify. For the most part, I like to write songs about things that I've personally gone through. It's easier for me to write from a from a place of, of that perspective. So yeah, it was just this, this guy that I dated who, you know, it was, we were very on and off for a long time. And um, it took me a long time to realize that he was never going to change. Even at the time of writing this song, I hadn't realized it yet. It was a very important part of working through that whole situation, working through that.
0: Does he know it's about him?
1: I don't know. I feel like at the time I had a really low self-esteem when it came to relationships that I don't even think he even listened to my music. I don't even think he cared about it. So that's, There's lots. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> I noticed, too, that song is in three, four time. Was that intentional?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yep.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Let's talk about your songwriting. When did you start actually putting pen to paper and writing your own lyrics and music?
1: That's a good question. I was the kid who always like wrote things down in in journals and I always loved music and I was always fascinated with singers and and in that whole world. I wasn't really sure about the songwriting aspect of it. It was kind of a it was kind of confusing to me for a long time, but I think I was probably about 15 or 16 when i started really writing songs but it was a few years later when i started writing songs that i was actually performing and it's definitely a process you learn a lot and i feel like you don't ever stop learning when it comes to songwriting because it can be tricky but it can be easy it's kind of an enigma songwriting in itself
0: so when is a song finished when is it ready to be shared
1: I think you feel it, at least for me. You know, sometimes I sit down and I try to write a song and I only get like a verse done and sometimes I'll get about half of it done and sometimes I sit down and I'll write an entire song in one sitting. And you have to kind of feel out what a song needs. It's like, does it need two pre-choruses? Does it need one? Does it need a bridge? Does it need that extra part? Does it have more to say? So you have to figure out what a song needs, what it's trying
0: to communicate to know when you're really done with it. When you're on stage or going into the studio you're playing a song that you just wrote for the very very first time what's going through your head
1: it's nerve-wracking because it's like i've created this this important piece of art that means a lot to me but is it going to mean a lot to other people is it going to resonate with somebody else because that's the whole point it's like i write songs because it's it's therapeutic and it gets me through things but you also want it to mean something to somebody else you want somebody else to relate to it i mean i think that's the whole human condition of wanting people to understand you you know to feel like you're not alone and I, that's what i love about songwriting
0: speaking of which let's hear more music what are we listening to next
1: so we are going to do we're going to switch it up here and do a little rock for you and we're going to do some stevie nicks
0: ah very cool one of my favorites yes lexi james and her band live in studio tonight 95.9 W A T D. the tiny stage is yours i Psycho- Lexi James with her band tonight sounding fantastic on that kind of turning up the energy a little yes. bit. Since Stevie Nicks. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you. Talk about that song and why that song is important to you.
1: I always loved that song. I mean, I think my mom is a really big reason why I've loved music because she played me everything as a kid. She played us country. She played us rock. She played us pop. She played us everything in between. And that was one of those songs that she played for me and for my siblings from a really young age. So I always loved it. And uh, I don't know when we add, I think we added that like f- maybe five years ago and it very quickly became, I mean, it's, it's all, it's always a hit with every crowd that we play because who, who doesn't love that song? But, um, it's one of my favorites to sing too, because it makes me feel like a badass like Stevie Nicks. I wish I was as badass as Stevie Nicks. So.
0: Speaking of your mom, I know your family is really important in yes. your life and your career. Talk about that.
1: So my mom is my absolute best friend. We're very close as mother and daughter, but I feel like our relationship really goes deeper than that. And we can talk to each other about anything. And she's always been supportive. When I graduated high school and I was miserable and didn't want to go to college, she looked at me and said, you know, I'll support you in whatever you want to do. You know, I want you to be happy. And she still comes to as many shows as she can. And she's always there cheering. And, of course, like I said, my stepdad, Chris, who's 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 here he's my bass player and he was one of the driving forces behind helping me get involved in music and um i'm just really really lucky and really thankful to have them
0: what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given either from family or friends or industry
1: Ooh, that's a good one my mom has always said something and the older i get the more i think she's right because i used to get bullied here like here like here and there through school and especially when i graduated high school and i was the only one who in my class who didn't go to college everybody had an opinion about that and um i felt different i felt left out for a long time i felt like people didn't understand me and my mom would always look at me and say you know success is the best revenge and she's right being happy and being successful whatever that means to you is the best type of revenge to anybody who ever tried to to tear you down
0: speaking of which Your advice for an aspiring musician, and I'll even change this up, an aspiring female musician looking to get into the music field, perform their own music, write their own music, play live. What's your advice to somebody just getting their feet wet? I'd
1: say surround yourself with really good musicians if you're going to go the whole band route, which which I do recommend. I think, I think acoustic stuff is great, but I think playing with a full band is a whole other dynamic, and I think it's really important to learn how to perform on stage with a band. I'd say try to write if you can. Write as much as you can. Get involved with places like NSAI, like I mentioned before, because they do songwriting pitches. You can pitch your songs to publishers and... Um, get your music out there, put it on Spotify, put it on Apple music and just play wherever you can and, and just try to get as much exposure as you can. But always, I feel like it's important because for a long time I did try to mold myself into what the industry was looking for or to what people told me I should be. I had people tell me I should dye my hair blonde and I was never going to dye my hair blonde. You have to stay true to who you are to the message that you want to convey and to the type of music that you want to make. I think that's really important.
0: Something else that's come up in the entertainment business, not just music, is creating a safe environment for not just female musicians, but any musician. What can venues, promoters, uh, industry insiders, what can they do to make an environment safe for a female musician?
1: You know what? This is a really good question because just the other night I mentioned I played at PKL in South Boston and they were... Great. I mean, they let us pull right up to the front, park right in front, unload. They had a parking lot where they let us park. And even just like there was there was a guy there who was very he had a lot to drink and uh he was trying to get really close to me on on stage and and there was a bouncer who came over and he, you know, kind of separated him and then he eventually ended up taking him out. And I think that venues need to look out for those people because i know that we're like hired work i get it but it can be a dangerous place especially for females out there the world the world is scary in general but especially for females too i think it's important to just keep an eye on each other and i think it was a really great experience to see a venue really care about the act that they had in there
0: that's lexi james in studio tonight on 95.9 five nine WATD. let's keep rolling with the music what are we listening to next
1: so this next one, this is the first time I've ever played this live, actually. This is a song that, and I said before, I write songs from my own experience, and this is kind of my own experience because I did know this person that I wrote this song about, but I had a roadie who worked for me for a really long time. His name was Joey, and uh, he was a really sweet kid, and he used to help move gear, and he's actually one of my aunt's nephews, and... He was just really, really sweet. And a few years ago, he ended up committing suicide. And it was a really difficult thing to process because I knew him as a very sweet kid. And I feel like I didn't even know that he was going through such hard times. And I wrote this song kind of for my aunt. And it's about the people that you leave behind and them wishing that they could have helped this person get through it and how there's always somebody there if you're struggling there's I I guarantee you there are people in your life who want to help you who want to be there for you and you just need to talk to them so this is a song that I wrote about that struggle this one's called Joey's Song
0: let's hear it we have Lexi James in studio tonight 95.9 WATD
3: nobody cared enough to step in I thought you knew we all did but how can we help if we didn't know didn't know that you felt so low there was no other way out I'm sorry you had told me
0: Lexi James, unbelievable, sounding great tonight. Thank Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Along the same lines as the theme of that song, using music to address subjects that aren't necessarily easy to talk about, whether it's suicide, anxiety, depression, Mm -hmm. getting through a stutter. Talk about how that's worked in your life.
1: I think everybody loves a great love song, loves a great breakup song. And there's a reason for it because everybody goes through those things. But I think that the music industry has started to realize that there are definitely more things that can be written about. There's so much more to what a human goes through than just their relationships, just just their love life. And I've always, like I said, music has been therapeutic for me. So writing about going through anxiety and having a stutter and things like suicide, I feel like they're important things to touch upon because they're not talked about as much. I mean, I feel like within recent years, they've definitely become more of a topic that people talk about. But um, I think there's something that that need to be talked about more. And I think music has always been a great way to bring people together in a world where there are so many things that divide us. So I think music is always a great way to take difficult things like that and get people talking.
0: We have our final break to get to right now. Lexi James is the guest on The Tiny Stage, 95.9 W.A.T.D. We have one more song. Does that work for you? One more song, All right, let's do it after this. 95.9 W.A.T.D. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 W.A.T.D. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. And my guest tonight on the tiny stage is the legendary Lexi James. How you doing? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you so been much. It's been way too long. It Glad has to...
1: been way too long. I mean, like we said, I, I, we did a Zoom interview a couple of years ago, but it's been longer than that since I've seen you in person. Yeah, it's so.
0: probably it's been at least what, seven years. <laughs>
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Wild. Yeah.
0: We got to get you some more gigs around the South Shore.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We got
0: to stay more in touch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself one final time.
1: My name is Lexi James. I am a country pop singer-songwriter. I live in York, Maine. I'm actually originally from Massachusetts. I perform all over New England. Uh, You can check me out at LexiJamesMusic.com. You can get to my Instagram, my Facebook, all my social media from there. Find out about shows, any new music, which I should be having new music come out next year, which I'm very excited about. So uh, be sure to give me a follow and stay in touch with all the cool stuff I got going on.
0: And we have time for one more song before we wrap things up for the evening. What are we closing out with?
1: So this song that I'm going to do, it has kind of a cool backstory. I was talking about uh, NSAI earlier, and uh, they did this really cool songwriting seminar a few years ago, and it was run by Liz Rose. And if you don't know who Liz Rose is, she's written songs with Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood and Little Big Town. Uh, great. Yeah, Hillary, uh,
0: Lindsay, and, uh, Hillary and Lindsay and Laura McKenna, and are the, McKenna. the Love Junkies. Exactly,
1: exactly. So um, it was really cool. It was a cool thing because you had to like apply. You couldn't just go to this seminar. You had to apply and be accepted. So it was really cool to be accepted. And I got to meet a whole bunch of songwriters. And one day they split us up into groups. And they said, okay, here's a list of words and phrases. Pick one and just write a song. And um, so it was me and these two other girls. And we sat down and we picked a phrase. And we just wrote this song and it funny enough it's not my process for songwriting at all like i said it's usually more about experience and what i've been through but um this one really kind of wrote itself and uh it's funny enough that it's turned out to be one of my favorite songs i've ever written so this one is called california drive
0: let's hear it lexi james thank you again for making this work
1: thank you so much for having me
0: my pleasure we'll talk to you soon
1: yes thank you